Okay, welcome, 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 artists, to our eighth episode of the Artist Stop Being Poor Bootcamp uh, boot podcast. Um, today I'm connecting from Prague, doing a cool project with an art collector that I'm part of. And it's a great segue to introducing our guest, Toyism. Uh, it's an art movement that's been going on for 30 years with artists scattered all over the world doing amazing projects in collaboration and uh, doing amazing art. So um, without further ado, I would like to introduce Toyism and their colorful masks. Was, was, was that intro accurate? Oh, oh wait, you're, you're muted. muted. Uh, Deho, you're going to have to unmute yourself. Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I take off my mask because it's very hard to, un to make myself understandable. Uh, so, okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Mask. Okay. So. Okay, uh, guys, welcome to uh, to this podcast with uh, Stefan and, and, and me as, uh, as the founder of Toyism. Um, yeah, what can I say? I talked uh, to Stefan last night uh, about Toyism. We started like uh, like in 1992 in in the Netherlands. Now we have like uh, about 20 artists worldwide in in this kind of movement. Um, what is yeah what is very special in this movement is that uh, the art is in front of us and not the individualization not the, the artist himself but we always wear masks when we when we are going outside when we are taking photos or public um yeah let, let, let just start and have you some questions you can ask me so I think that's the best way to do it. Okay, okay I'll, I'll start with the questions, questions and, and afterwards, afterwards, I guess, I guess uh, everybody will have their own questions, questions uh, in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you started, you started uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm make this, this uh, as mysterious as possible. I'm gonna pretend that we didn't talk last night. Uh, we had a we had very, very interesting, interesting conversation, conversation. Um, and I was, and almost, I was almost scared, scared that, that it would be uh, so, so interesting, interesting that, that you know we would run, run out, out of things, things to, to, to do, do to talk to about. Talk about. But you told you me told that me you that started Toyism as 30 years, years ago. ago. Uh, would, uh, would you talk, talk a little bit about the process that led you to start this movement and what you were doing before this, which I found super interesting? Yes, of course. Yes, I started this in 1992, like I said before. Uh, first, we started with the two other Dutch artists, like the three of us. Um, and from there, we, are, we, are, we were growing to, to the group we are now, like 20 artists uh, worldwide. And then we are talking about um, countries like Iceland, Romania, America, South Africa, Peru, Mexico, China, Australia, Malaysia, Thailand. So they are pretty much all over the world. Um, our, our basic, our, our studio, the, the, where we are based is, 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 is like in the Netherlands. And um, yeah, we are now almost 30 years ahead. And um, yeah, what, 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 I, what I said before, it's, it's really important in tourism that the art is in front of ourselves. So um, what we did is, um, yeah, we made a, a, like a, a kind of a manifesto. We wrote a manifesto in 1992. And this is kind of a recipe. Uh, only the, the, the artists involved in this movement, they, they know this kind of recipe. It's like 
the recipe of let's say Coca-Cola, uh, you 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 know the taste, you can like it or dislike it, but you don't know how it's made. And same is uh, actually with toyism. Um, like I said, we have now like 20 artists. Uh, 10 of them are female. 10 of them are male. Um, there can be only 26 artists in this movement because that's the number of the alphabet. Uh, we have 26 letters. Every artist in Toyism makes up a, a pseudonym and sign his or her work with uh, this pseudonym. So for us, it's very important that the real name and uh, the real face is not shown to the world. Yeah, and then you got uh, the artists doing their, their parallel work in some cases, and when they do work, collaborate, when they work with Toyism, they need to get rid of their ego and become a letter of the alphabet. It, it reminds me a little bit about like Reservoir Dogs, when the, they, they are the scene that nobody can know who they are, so they're Mr. Black, Mr. Yellow, Mr. Pink, Mr. White. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yes, only we are not that criminals, huh? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, yes, it's a little bit similar. It's, for us, I think in, in the art in general, I think uh, uh, when, I, when I speak about uh, Dutch artists, it's, uh, they always put themselves in front, like, okay, I'm important and, and this is what I make. I think uh, we do it the other way. I think uh, what, what will be remembered is, is what we are looking at, uh, the art. And the artist for me is, is not that important. Of course, he creates it. So in a way he is important but uh, uh, we prefer to show uh, the art and, and not our face all the time so when we are going public uh, like i said we wear masks and uh, but when we give a, le a lecture or uh, a presentation or we have an open day here in our gallery of course we are not wearing masks so it's not like we do this all the time uh, only when people are taking pictures or, or videos of us so make it all even that we all are the same and all the same important or less important. However, what you want to see. I find it very interesting because um, you guys have a very unique. I would call it personal brand, you know, but it would be like a collective brand in this case. You guys have this very unique uh, brand. Yet nobody can, nobody knows who the individuals are behind that, you know, and, and I always advise artists to create personal brands, but they're always shy about this idea of, of putting their, their face out. Um, and, and your case just proves that, that you don't need to put your, your face up front to create a personal brand, to, oh, to yeah, create a brand would... identity. Uh, absolutely. I think if you look at a, a, a famous artist like Banksy, who is he, right? We all know his name. Maybe it's also a concept. Maybe there are 20 or 30 artists of them. Nobody knows. But do we really need to know? That's the big question, to, to love the art, what he is making, right? So I think this is the most important See what is also counting for toyism. So uh, it's like a playful way. I think uh, making art is, is a lifetime process. It's hard work and training. And I think you won't get any better if you don't produce or don't paint or don't create. I think uh, we believe that artists is a serious matter, but uh, making it can be fun. And, uh, and that's what we are doing, right? Uh, sitting alone in your studio all by yourself producing art. Yeah, that's, that's maybe nice, but you also want to interact with other people and, and to learn from each other, inspire each other. And I'm from Holland, but uh, I can assure you somebody from Peru or America or China, they have a total bit different background and, uh, and, and uh, cultural background. So I can learn from them and they can learn from us. So 
I think this is the most uh, richest thing we can have, and especially now in, in internet times, eh? we can we can talk to each other very fast. We can show each other's work. We can be on social media. We can do many things to to learn from each other. I think this is the biggest quality in this movement. Yeah, and and I think it's pretty obvious how well I, I relate to that idea. You know, just just get this podcast an example. You know, it's it's. We got artists from all over the world that would be very hard to fit into the same gallery just because they have all these different styles and, you know, they're scattered around the world and there's a pandemic which doesn't allow us to do this kind of stuff. Yes. But yet yes. here we are connecting and, and learning from each other and teaching each other. And yes. I, I, I think that that's something that, that all artists uh, need to to. To make an active effort, you know, no island, no artist is an island in that sense. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, I think it's important to believe in yourself and also believe in your art, eh? and also be open to criticism. So, I think, uh, like I said to you yesterday, and if you look at back to my first paintings, yeah, they are lousy, they are, they are terrible, but this is the process. You, it's a lifetime process, right? So, what I made like 28 years ago. It's not the same standard what I'm making today. So, and, and maybe in 10 years, it's and, and, totally different again. And it would be like sad, sad as fuck if in 28 years you didn't get even a little bit better at your art. So, yes, of course. Um, I, but let's go, let's go back there. Let's go back to, to the, your first art pieces. Tell me a little bit about your first uh, foray into the art world. When I started two years before I had a, a gallery in, in the Netherlands, when I graduated from the art academy, uh, uh, I graduated in graphic design, not in painting, by the way. But uh, my first artworks were also like more graphic uh, uh, considered. But um, yeah, when I started the gallery in, in Holland in, in, in 1990, uh, I had many exhibitions from, from also students from other uh, art academies. So I wanted to show their work. And uh, uh, like after two years, um, when I came up with the idea already that uh, it's it's all about collaboration. It's about uh, to be different, to be uh, to be not the same as what we had before. And of course, we had the postmodernism. But I, I want to be a, like creating a standalone movement, something that is totally different. Of course, inspired about uh, of other movements what we had before, like surrealism and cubism. I'm a big fan of Picasso and, and Dali. So uh, I, I, I just wrote many things on paper. What, what can be different? What can we do otherwise? And I found two other guys who, who worked with me and, and together we wrote this kind of manifesto. It's called Mother. It's like our basis for, for everything we do. It's secret. It's only written for the, 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 the artists who are, are in this movement. So, but like, uh, like, uh, like seven years later, like 1999, um, one of the artists, his wife, uh, died, and the other one uh, decided to, to do totally something different. So it was me, me, yeah, just me there. Uh, and, and then I, I, I traveled for, for a year to, to, to focus on other things and also maybe to make new friends, maybe uh, meet new artists. And when I came back in 2001, um, I decided to, uh, to rewrite the manifesto and, and open it up for, for new artists to join. Yeah, like I said, then then came the idea to to make it up to 26, uh, like the numbers of the alphabet, the letters of the alphabet, and like we have now like 20, but we can have uh, six more. Every artist who joined Toyism uh, will have a training of six months because we want to be sure 
that uh, that he uh, can apply also our technique because uh, even though our work doesn't look like a Rembrandt or a Velasque, or, or, but it's still very technical. So you must be having a, a straight hand like a, like a surgeon to, to, to do this and also like to do this because we produce only a couple of paintings per year. Uh, if, if, if I look back to my, my work, I, I make maybe only four or five paintings in commission per year. Uh, it doesn't allow me to do more because the technique is like this. Every color is painted in so many layers. Mm -hmm. So also many artists don't like this kind of technique. So they want to produce one day or two days. Uh, for us, this, this doesn't work. Uh, one painting or like, for instance, like a one by one meter or 40 by 40 inch is taking up like six weeks. So, yeah, and then, then it's not like, okay, after six weeks, you can produce another one. So um, it takes many, many, many days, many months to produce. Uh, as I go back now, we have 20 artists. We, um, we are around like now 28, 29 years, and we only have made 850 paintings. If I compare this to Picasso, he made 1000 paintings in one year. So you can already see, we, we cannot make an, a loss. So that's why also people are interested in our work to buy because they know there will be not many of them. Well, it's, it's simple supply and demand. You know, if you pump up the prices and make it more exclusive, uh, yes. that's, that's a valid, uh, you know, business model as well. But you're very, very often you guys do commission works and project works for, for clients yes. and institutions. Tell me yes. a little bit, was that from the beginning, from the get-go, was Toyism will be this art collective that does commission projects, or did that just come kind of naturally? No, that, yeah, like, the, like you said, came, came off naturally. Like um, the first big project was, uh, let me see, that was 2009, so that was already 18 years later in the movement, so... Uh, I think it's it's good for artists also to, uh, like I said, it's a lifetime process. You must learn, create, and training. It's like a, a, a soccer player. Uh, you, you become better the more training hours you make. And same goes for us. So after like 18 years, uh, we had our first big project and was also the biggest one because it was a, a, a gas container, uh, 22 meters high and 1250 square meters uh, surface so this this was a project we worked on 17 uh, eight months with 17 artists and um, so after this one yes of course it was more easy to find new ones uh, but still like like i said it's not shaking on the tree and and you will have uh, new projects falling down every week no it's not like that you have to work hard and find new uh, new ones and do uh, many applications to to uh, to 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 consider to find a new one so it's yeah. still hard work yeah. we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that because uh, after our conversation yesterday i highlighted a couple of things that i wanted to go back but mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about the how toyism functions now because you got 20 artists yes. and you do projects all over the world and yes. i've been on both sides of those projects and organizing and those projects and acquiring those projects and communicating with clients and writing proposals. That's, that's a full-time job there. It's not that people are just going to call you to come paint a, a huge container. And then you just like drop on a plane the next day and there, 
Uh, tell no. me a little bit about how Toyism works in the sense of of organizing these projects, of acquiring these projects, on on doing the logistics, on communicating with other artists, uh, you know, communicating the artists that need to come and all of that. No, because in, oh, yeah. in a lot of senses, it looks almost more like a like a project agency than an art collective. No, with all due respect, but. Yeah, I, I can imagine you, you people think like this, of course, but if you want to produce your art and also show it to the world, you, you must invest time and, and, and also do the marketing, right? So uh, what we are doing here, uh, like one or two days per week, we are sitting here with uh, like four people, uh, also the artists in Toyism, like the, the main team, like how to speak. And um, what we are doing here is also to find... Uh, to find uh, projects, eh? like uh, there are many websites uh, to find where you can where you can see they the, they ask for applications for 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 projects for a mural or whatever, and um, but also what we are doing is write letters to to many um, governments because we know already that in many ways you need a government uh, for many regulations to to organize a project. Eh? You have a company who can pay. But most of the time, you also need a government because everything what we do is legal, not like uh, some graffiti artists who can do things illegal. We are not. We want to do and we want to produce art uh, for public, so it must be legal. Meaning that we have, uh, yeah, we we always be in contact with uh, with the government, and uh, that's how we start from here. So like one or two days per week, uh, yeah, you can call it like an agency. But we are just artists doing this and and try to do this marketing to. Uh, to make the toyism uh, art more uh, recognizable and more known to to the art world. Okay, um, diving a little bit in this in this uh, agency uh, workflow. Um, so, how does it work? Uh, do you have somebody that goes and researches the opportunity, and then you propose something, and they write a proposal, or um, are are you just writing the proposals, and they bring them the opportunities in? Uh, how, how do you divide that work? Yeah, it can be both ways, like you said. It, 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 we, of course, see many things on the internet when they ask for, for applications, for proposals, but uh, uh, that's one way. But also, uh, we, we like the, the cold turkey letter, right? We, we just write letters to people we think they can be interesting for, for us. Uh, and also to governments. Uh, like, And also, we travel a lot. So if you travel and you see like a building, what needed to be transformed, what we think needed to be transformed. We try to get an, an, an appointment with the government, the local government there. And, uh, and in many ways, uh, they, they, they really don't know what to do with, let's say, an old water tower. Uh, like in this, uh, this example, we did a water tower in Iceland. And, um, but when I came there to visit one of the toys who lives in Iceland, I saw this old water tower and I said, why, why you didn't tell me? Because this is a, a, a cool project for us. And he said, oh, I, I never thought about this. But so I asked him, I said, um, do you know somebody here from the government? Because we know this is the way to, to, to go. And he said, yes, my mom was a, was a classmate of the, the mayor here. So I said, no, that's a good deal. Let's, let's have an appointment in a, in a couple of days. And, and we did. So And this mayor, he never thought about that maybe this water tower could be transformed in, a, in, a, in, a, in an art piece. So um, he said, okay, I, I want to help you guys. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure 
I can do some some finance for you. I can maybe uh, organize the scaffolding. I can organize uh, a hotel for you. But you also need to do your, some stuff yourself. So we, we we set up a crowdfunding project, and one year later we had enough money to do the whole project. So we had the paint, we had the the, the cost for staying there, for eating, for drinking, for all the for the whole thing, and also have a have a have a fee for for working there. So yeah, you you it. Every project is, 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 is one of, of itself, right? You cannot compare one to another. So it's, it's like you do it yourself, you, you find your, the way, and, and then you try to, to find the right people and, and organize it. And sometimes you are uh, lucky and sometimes you are not. It's also like this. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, and so, so you, be, you guys been been working on these kind of projects for, for a couple of years, you know? And it's just like these kind of things have so much moving parts that, you know, you, you don't really know to ex what to expect. But if you would come up with a couple of, of tips from, from these years of, of doing this kind of project, you know, if two or three things that as artists, when we're proposing these projects or developing these projects that we should have in mind uh what what would you say you know um are your first steps into to making sure that these these projects go on smoothly uh, i think it's always important to find the right people around you right? you you can do some parts you can do yourself it's like mostly the creative stuff right? what, what we are able uh, capable to do ourselves but you also find uh, what what we did is find uh, people who who can help us in, in, in moving more fast, like curators, like people from museum uh, who write about us, who are telling stories about us. So this, this really will help also to gain projects because most of the time uh, also the government wants to know what are you doing and, 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 and also how, how, how trustful you are, right? So that's the most, most important thing. They want to know if they want to make a deal with you that you also can, can can make up what you are telling them to do, right? So uh, for us, it's, uh, it's always uh, working like this, that we need to find the right people. And we have like a bunch of curators around us who, who help us with these kind of projects. And uh, that, that, yeah, that makes it more easy um, to, to handle these kind of things. But uh, of course, there are websites like publicartist.org and, and anyartist.org where you can find projects. And, and, and Wulu, <coughs> sorry, Wulu.org. There are many websites you can find projects and, 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 and try to do an application. And yeah, it depends on what you want, want to do, of course, and what you want to tell. So it means you have to be also like a professional in, in thinking what you are want to achieve with these, uh, with these uh, kind of projects. And the thing is, it's not only you that have, well, it, you need to have the, the artistic vision for this project, but... Yes you need the other side to understand this artistic vision. You know, it's, it's not that they're going to read your mind. You need to write this application, this proposal and, and add photos and graphics and references and mock-ups and previous examples, all of the stuff that, that, that really will help you sell your product, your project, your brand, your artistic career better. Because when you're working with clients, 
Um, I hope none of my clients hear this, but most clients, special corporate, especially corporate clients, have mm -hmm. zero, zero imagination, you know, and I say that with all the love in the world, you know, they're business people, they're not the creative folks. So you need to chew down and digest this application and make it dummy proof. You know, they do not know anything about art. That's why they're yeah. new artists. So. Yeah, you're totally right. So it is also about education, right? So you need to tell them to learn them to to invite them. Uh, like, like we are we are happy. We have a, a like a, a studio and gallery. It's almost like a museum with 1500 square meters. So we can we can invite them here. And once they are inside here, yeah, they, they are blown away because uh, it's, it's really like a museum. But you're totally right. Many people don't have any knowledge about art. They just think, oh, I can go to Ikea and, 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 and buy me something, right? But this is, we're not talking about art then. It's, if you want really art, you, you have to also to, 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 to digest it and to, to learn from it. And it's, it's of course, it's, it's a both ways. So if you are not commercial yourself as an artist, you have to find the people who can sell you art and you have to trust them. They have to trust you. That's also very important. But we are lucky. Um, we did also some, some other training, like economically, we did some training and study. So we know a little bit also the other side, how people can think. Eh? So then we know how to say uh, things to, to, to get them inspired and to get them involved in this kind of movement, to, to buy something and to want to do a project with us. Yeah, uh, it's it's exactly, and that's that's a good that's a good uh, segue to what I wanted to ask more uh, about the idea of of creating teams because I I don't know uh, toyism personally you know but I I do not imagine that you could do any of these projects alone so no. how was this idea of of letting go a little bit of, of, of control and power and, and vision and into including new people into your, your collective and, and making work in collaboration. And how was the process of, of building up your, your art practice into an art business, into an art company and, and adding people to your collective, which could also be translating into hiring the people that will help you achieve these next set of goals in your career. Uh, let me tell you this, that uh, I think an artist, he has or she has to draw the map of his own future, right? So that's, that's already the start. If you, if you, be, you are an artist, you, you, let's say you, you did the art academy or, or not, that doesn't matter even if you like, uh, producing art every day for me in that in that matter you are an artist too but um what is important that you set goals what what is the thing you want to achieve what is what you want to tell the world and we are not just a collective the collective thing and a movement is a big difference let me explain the difference uh, a collective is let's say you are you are an artist too and the people in, uh, people who are listening now are artists too so we, let's say we have an exhibition all together we are going out in an exhibition like a collective, right? But we all make our own work. The difference is with a, with a movement is like the project like the big gas holder in, uh, we did or a hotel we did or the, the, the school we transformed in Hong Kong um, is that we can paint on each other's layers. So uh, uh, let's say today you paint the color yellow and tomorrow, because I know 
uh, the the yellow is 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 a bad color to paint to make it very straight and 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 and, and very visible. That we have to put maybe eight or ten layers. So tomorrow I paint on your layer, and the day after another toy is paint on my layer. I think in the in the art world, in many artists, uh, his way, they 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 don't like this kind of thing. They they you have to stay away from their work. In toyism, not. We are always going for. The, the last part, and that's the, the, the result of the end. We, we are going there together, and it doesn't matter if, if in a project, uh, let's say the guy from Mexico is in the project three weeks, and I'm there eight months. That my signature is nothing bigger than his. There's a big difference, I think, when you go out as a collective, because as a collective, you are always stand for your own work. In toyism, we are standing for toyism, for the whole movement. I think there's, there's a big difference. Yeah, and um, it's just uh, I see it as as working in with um, with a well you know, as the machinery inside of a clock. You know, every every piece is an individual. Yes, but they're all working in the same direction, pace, and 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 approach to to get you know the this work done you know uh yes, uh, yes. individual piece of a clock is is useless you know like one of the little cog wheels of a watch you don't do anything with that but oh, when yeah. you put them all together only, yes uh, i'm sorry to interrupt but that's only of course in like a project eh? mm -hmm. if, if the artist makes his own work of course his, his work is meaningful so but if we do, do a project we know we have to do many layers we have to do many things so then each toyist can paint on the other artist's work. So that's not a problem for us. But if you make your own painting or your own sculpture, then it's just your surname what is there. So not like the, the others who are not uh, working in this kind of uh, thing. Interesting. And how do you find your artists or how do they find you? No, yeah, there, there are three ways, uh, actually. Um, I travel a lot myself. so. Um, when I go around the world, I, I always visiting uh, uh, studios, galleries, and, and when I think, um, "Whoa, this 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 person can be a good artist in toyism," I, I just invite him and and tell him how we operate, how we do things, and 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 if it's something for him or her. Um, artists, of course, can find us through the website. That's another way, and also artists can be. Um, because of toyist artists who can find another artist already, so meaning that, uh, um, yeah, we have like three ways to, 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 to find more artists. But we are not looking for to, to have this number 26 directly to number 26. For us, that's not important. We only want people who are really fit in this movement, who, have, who can bring something new to the movement, who can be, who be serious and who also think arts, what we are doing, matters. That's very important. Yeah, and it has to be people that you're cool working with, you know, that they're cool to hang around. Yes, yes. <laughs> of course. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. And, um, okay, and uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the last couple of projects that you've been working in. And uh, no, obviously, what difference had the, the pandemic brought to to something like this because it's very public art so yeah no the last year of course i think i can speak for many artists now that uh, yeah the whole the whole world is upside down so that means that uh, we had uh, two projects uh, for last year they all uh, 
yeah, it's it's it, we have to wait if they're still going on. So the 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 whole pandemic is is like a problem for any artist, I think. And now just the Dutch government decided that we can open up again, uh, just like on, on a meeting, so we are, can open up the the studio and the gallery again. But uh, last year was was really terrible. So. Uh, what we did is because Corona, COVID-19 is such a big, big subject. What we did is uh, we are working now already for six months uh, with artists here on the on the big painting about Corona. And uh, because we next year we are existing 30 years, our, our anniversary of 30 years. And this big piece uh, we are making now, it will take maybe a few months more to finish it. And then this will be, a, yeah, be in an exhibition in a museum next year. So. That's what we can do now. It's just producing your own stuff and uh, and trying to find uh, commissions for for next year when this whole pandemic is is over. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and especially with what you guys do, it's such a big picture uh, approach, you know, because some of these projects that you're doing now are uh, will be executed in six months, eight months, nine, twelve. Yeah, you know, just like yes. endless back and forth and negotiations and time frames and whatnot. So it really feels like you really need to to plan this stuff. You're not going to organize a trip to Iceland with 15 artists in three days. You know, it's not like, no, okay, no. yeah, can you go to Iceland on Sunday? Yeah, let's go. Let's paint. <laughs> you know, so so it, it really is a big picture. Um, we are almost at the end of, of the interview part. Um, okay. But we're going to have some questions afterwards. And uh, I wanted to ask something a little bit uh that I relate personally, but I'm pretty sure that everybody uh, will too. You've been doing this for 30 years. You know, yes. that, that's two years left, less that I've existed in this world. And that's like yeah. three times more than my whole art career. Yeah. How do you stay motivated? How do you deal with those mornings or those periods in your life where you're just like unfocused, unmotivated? uh you know questioning yourself how, how do you deal with that i think um i think it, it's not really a question to myself i think if you are an artist you are born like an artist i, I just I, I already was one when i was five years old i draw my first uh, comic book so um i think if you are really into art like i am uh it's the most joyful uh, job you can ever wish for it, it's even not a job it's just it's it's my life right so uh, i will doing it till my death for me 40 hours a week also what is 40 hours a week if i do 80 hours a week i do 80 uh because i live i live art and if i think if you if you yeah if your life is like this even my girlfriend also is a toyist so we are both toys in this movement so it makes it also more easier yeah, because we, 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 we speak, we breathe, we, everything is about art in, in our life. So it's, it's not difficult for me. Uh, and, and we travel a lot. Uh, we like traveling. Okay, last year is more difficult then, but uh, I hope to travel a lot again next year and, and learn and inspire other people, get inspired by other people and learn from other cultures. Yeah, that's the most beautiful thing what there is. We don't have bars. Uh, we, we can do whatever we want to do. I cannot imagine to go back to where I did before working in the bank. I worked in a bank for like a financial advisor. It's disgusting when I think back to that that kind of time of period. Okay, it made it made good money, but if you look back and you did this whole your life and you regret it, that that would be a big shame, right? So for me, I, I, 
life is just beautiful when we are doing what we are doing. Yeah, it's like uh, like I, I I tell my artists, you know, you you're gonna have to work 40 hours a week, you know, if it's as a financial advisor or as an artist, you know, unless you got rich parents or you know a lot of good luck in the stock market, you're gonna have mm -hmm. to to work to live and to pay your bills. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and, uh, and I see thinking, people thinking, you know, it's like, oh yeah, an artist must be so much fun. You know, oh, it is, it is. It's like, I wouldn't change it for anything in, in the world, yes. but I, I work 40 hours a week, you know, I work 50, 60 hours a week if, if needed, yes. but, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that's 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 good because I think it's not about the time you work on something. It's about you want to create something, right? And uh, and, and to you want to to inspire other people with which what you have made. So I think time doesn't doesn't be important. Of course, you have to make a living, and you have to sell your work as well. That's of course it's important because otherwise you you need to live from what, right? So, but uh, like we are now like 28, 29 years there. Uh, yes, also we can say we have a, a good uh, fan base, so we can sell our work. So, and we also have products. We make products from our work, like prints, like pillows, like scarves, like socks, all kind of stuff. With this, because toyism is is, is starting from like like a, a, an art movement, but it's also like a branding, like like the pop art did in America. So, nothing wrong about that. Hmm? Of course not. It's like you, yeah. you got to make your money. You know? yes. And and, and yes. the only artists that that uh, are are oh you're doing T-shirts oh you're doing merchandising those are the haters you know don't listen yes. to them. Yes. And yes. I was like oh my god it's like uh, being an artist is only selling oil paintings. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. Yes. You know, Mr. Yes. Rembrandt. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, but like you said, many people have no knowledge about what is the real life of an artist, how how they can survive and. I think um, well, just follow follow your own dreams. I think I, I I didn't know what being a real professional artist was. You know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm writing yeah. I'm I'm writing my memoir, <laughs> my memoir on yes. my first decade of my of my career. So so it's like memoir volume one. Yes. And and I tell like I I I wanted I wanted to be a rock star, but I mm -hmm. suck at playing the guitar. I was like oh. I'm very oh. mediocre at best. So it's like okay. what's the mm -hmm. second best thing? It's like Mm -hmm. being an artist and okay. and i i figured i wanted to be an artist i didn't know how artists make their money or how you know the the finances work or how you get work you know i just kind of went and knocked on galleries and they said no and then i yeah. just continued and they still say no but i'm still doing it yes mm -hmm. no that's good that's good and, and keep on doing it because mm -hmm. You will find your way, and and, and it's, like I said, it's a lifetime process. We learn every day, and uh, and you get better any day. So just keep on doing it. Yeah, and if you're not getting yeah. better, it's because you're not trying anything new, and yes. it's because you're yes. you're trying the same things that you already know how to do pretty well over and over and over and over again. Yes. So yes. Uh, you know, it's what we we're just saying. You know, if 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 you told me that. 30, 28 years ago, your paintings were basically the same as they are now. Uh, I, I would question that a little bit, you know, yeah. like 30 years and 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 uh, nothing changed. You know, it's like the only other option would be that you found the secret sauce and kept it, you know, and then 
but secret sauces evolve too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you're right. Yes, yeah. that can be secret, but not a sauce. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like wanted to thank you a lot for for the insight. I know that the artists are very happy with 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 what you're sharing. Uh, I think it's it's amazing what you guys are doing. Uh, I love it how how there is a clear uh, commercial background to it, as in the sense of getting paid to do art and and growing it and and making it a, a full time company, a big full fledged company, you know, and not keeping this this myth alive that the artists need to be poor. You know, because you're doing what you love, so you're not entitled to a financial uh, uh, retribution for that, which I think is one of the most damaging ideas in the art world, not just now, but for the last thousand years. Yes, yes. I think, like I said before, it's just uh, just work hard and, and, and do your thing. And yes, I think if you work hard and you find the right people around you, 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 you can achieve many things. That's, that's how it is. And uh, just uh, sitting on the television, watching Netflix all day, I think it doesn't bring you anywhere. So. Or just sitting, sitting in the studio and painting every day, all day long. That's not going to work either. No. Yes. It's like, yes, yeah. You have, to find, you have to find the right balance, of course. Uh, Got to do that business that, too. Yes, yes. yes awesome. I, I, I think that is the perfect finishing line for the podcast and now we open to the questions of of the artists i i know that they they are super excited and uh i i can just know i know that they took a lot of value from this so artists go ahead shoot your questions by the way magdalena i love your cat in front of the, the webcam it's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen um, okay thanks <laughs> yes mm-hmm Thank you, Stefan. He likes to be around. Yes. Uh, I have to say I love the paintings. Okay. I oh, love thank you them. very much. I love them. Yes. Really my cup of tea. I love the colors. I love the expression. Everything about them. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really, really great. Now, if you have any questions, please ask. Hi, this is Jordana. I just wanted to know who came up with the um, the figures. Like, who does the initial drawing? Is there like one person, or is it a couple of people all the time, or does it rotate? No, every artist makes his own painting. So um, uh, okay. Yes, we we have like twenty artists in the movement right now. So the, every artist is is making his own work uh, unless we make a project uh, with uh, four or ten then we do it together but uh, uh, if not then if each artist makes his own work so and and you said multi-layers so is that because it's like um, like the equivalent of glazes or yeah if you see can you see what i'm showing you now like a painting mm -hmm. here yeah um, yes. Um, what what is important in toyism is that we want to show the structure of the of the linen of the canvas. So you can use we, we work with acrylic paint. So you can use uh, like a, a big layer, one layer, and then of course it's also covered in in one time. Yeah, I, I love. Uh, but, 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 yeah, but what we like is to show the still the canvas structure. So we need like ten thin layers. 
or 15 layers, depending on the color, like red, yellow, and orange, is always terrible. Oh. So we need, we, need, we need many layers, but you still can see the structure of the, of the linen. And oh, that's, that's awesome. That's very important. So that means also the outlines uh, we are painting, we, also the outlines we paint like sometimes eight or 10 times. So you must have uh, like a, a strong hand to do this all the time uh, because uh, we, we don't want any mistakes. It must be like, like pop art, like uh, Liechtenstein mm -hmm. yeah, from America. He also was very yeah, straightforward in, his, in, in, in the paintings, right? Very, very strong. And there was no uh, difference in colors, like, uh, like uh, uh, soft, uh, from soft to hard. It's, it's always a hard cut what we do. Yeah, because I mean, it almost looks like a template. And um, yes. I was wondering, like, do you use tape or anything to no, take no, straight no, no. lines? No, we just look, only use uh, some brushes. That's that's it. No, never tape. No, because if amazing. you use tape, you can see it. If you use tape, you can see the lines. Uh, because when you take the tape off, you always see uh, like a, a kind of. Uh, yeah, how you call it in English, uh, like a, like a line from the from where was the tape, right? No, this is all painted by hand, and no, uh, also no, no examples. Everything is sketched by hand and also painted by hand. That's why it also takes a lot of hours. So cool! Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you too. Uh, I have a question. It's Eloise. Um, you the styles of the artists. Are they quite different to the toyism style, or are they quite similar? Uh, can be both. We have we have artists um, uh, who are uh, have a kind of a similar style in in their own uh, art world uh, in his own name, but we also have uh, like DJs. We also have lawyers. We have teachers in in toyism who have. Uh, done the same thing as I did. I, I did two studies like art and also economy and, and some artists also did uh, being a lawyer and also did art academy. So um, they can be a lawyer in the daytime and paint in the nighttime if they want to. So and also some artists, they just work on their own name in the, in the real name with totally different stuff. Okay. Yeah. And did you mention that you you have a gallery in in the Netherlands? Yes, where I'm walking now. This is our gallery. And where is that? This is in the north of Holland, uh, close to Groningen. Groningen, okay. Yeah. yeah. You you know the city? Uh, not well. My my son goes to university in at the University of Amsterdam. Okay. Oh, that's only two hours. Yeah. So yeah, good. I'm gonna send him to you. Yeah. Ne next yeah. time, next time you're visiting your son, Louise, let me know and we go visit Toyism all together. We do a road trip. Ah, oh, that sounds awesome, welcome. man. I'm I'll there. drive up. I'm, I want to go to. I'll drive up. <laughs> cool. Let's do that. Okay. Anybody yeah, else cool. have uh, any other questions? Okay. Uh, I, I guess you can always write down to Toyism. I think he, he will love to, to help out. With that said, um, this is the podcast. Um, uh, thanks all for joining in. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulties at the beginning, you know, traveling. Uh, I'd like to thank again Toyism for, for joining us. And, um, you know, next week, another podcast, another episode.
Okay, thank you so much, Stefan, and all the guys around you. Okay, thank you very much. Thank See you, you thank you. Bye, bye. Bye-bye.